You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. My time is yours. I was the last man standing. I am the man, and the man feels no pressure. You are facing a fuel-injected suicide machine. Fear from the man that rules the world. And welcome to the Vicious Circle. We are back. Sid, how have you been? Man, I'm doing good. How about you, Rob? Oh, just living the dream. It's living in my basement. <laughs> there you go. I know you are. Yes. Um, how are things in Arkansas? Well, I, I think that things are getting pretty good. You know, when I, when I look at when people ask me how things are in Arkansas, I first think, I guess you asked me about the virus. Arkansas, like Mississippi, because we're the two poorest states, we're doing pretty good. It says most charts say that we're holding pretty steady, you know. So, um, other than that, I've been, you know, I just got had my hernia surgery this past Friday. It was two weeks. Bounced back from that really good. No pain today. So, we're back to going back to regular stuff tomorrow. Nice. Back on track. Back on track. Now, a lot of places, though, are spiking with that virus. And, and we were talking um, how it's affected sports. Right. And it's kind of crazy how it kind of shut down sports, and now they're trying to come back. Yeah, I know. Now, one of the ones I know you watch a lot is UFC. Right. How has it changed UFC? You know, Rob, I think uh, I've told this story to someone. I can't remember who it was. Um, I remember the first time I saw UFC without a crowd, what it was, I was, um, I had turned the TV on for whatever reason that night there was one of these live events they were having. Uh, I caught the end of it and I, I watched probably two of the fights and cause UFC, you know, they only really show that octagon for the most part. I never knew until the next day watching the, the replay of it or the recap on it on ESPN that it, it, there was no people there. So, I mean, I think USC, they, they have a better, their, 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 their product's not that much different. I mean, it is, but still, what you watch during the fight is what you see, you know, pretty much. Uh, you don't see the people. That is true. They focus more on that octagon, <coughs> and the walls of the octagon block a lot of stuff. No, well, yeah, because it's just, you know, the light right over the top of it where you can just see the two guys in there, you know. But now, no. even the crowd noise, that that doesn't, you don't notice that not there? Well, I do now, but, you know, when I caught it that night, I'm not kidding you, I uh, didn't know that they had done that. And uh, um, until the next day, I thought, you know what? If you hadn't told a lot of people, a lot of people might have not noticed either, you know? Uh, of course, again, I wasn't. I think the, the, the crowds weren't there the night first time I saw it with crowds not there. I didn't know that that's what was happening. And then when I saw it the next day being previewed. So I think 
again, it's nice to have the crowd for sure. But I mean, again, <clears throat> if you only saw, you know, when you're watching the fight part of it, you're really only seeing the two guys in the ring anyway, and the you know the referee. So the lack of the crowd hasn't really affected them then too much. Other than oh, it's affected them because they're having to, they just this past weekend uh, they'll have I think they said four or five events there where they went to Abu Dhabi and built this big state-of-the-art uh, facility. You know, um, it's costing everybody not to be able to have a normal uh, what. You know, normal for them, you know, day to day procedures. So, but no, this is costly. But I think they're they're probably benefiting from it the most. So they they literally fly people to Abu Dhabi to to fight. Yeah, they said, Rob, I've got how many flights did it took to get everyone there safely? Uh, because they had to come from so many countries, you know, to get all those fighters in there. Um, but again, I guess you know to keep things. Normal, it's like they said that what the, what the normal is going to be right now. For right now, that's the normal. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a pale difference to wrestling, where the crowd is a large portion of it. Oh, the crowds, everything. Uh, but they're you know they. I think both the wrestling companies that I've seen, and I've only watched a little bit of it. Uh, they're both adapting pretty well. They're putting the what uh, I think. Uh, I think it was AEW, the first people I saw do it was use some of the, the wrestlers and the uh, managers for like uh, uh, for the audience. And that right now, I think, is paying off pretty good. Um, uh, again, I, again, it's not what you ideally want, for sure. But it is <clears throat> it's what's normal right now. And I used to always use this phrase, Rob, you know, to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And I think the wrestling business does that better than anyone, so I think they'll do they'll they'll do as as anyone can do in a situation like this as well. Well, I even noticed uh, during WrestleMania, um, the WWE they uh, took the advantage of the situation and gave two crazy matches that you probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Right. You know, they did that one in the graveyard and the other with the Firefly Funhouse match, which I thought were a, a great idea, a great spin. Right, no, it is. That's what I'm saying. They're they're going to be they they're very creative people. So, you know, you'll see some pretty cool stuff out of there. But now this is definitely hitting other sports. And, we, and when we were talking about it, we looked it up, and uh, it's it's interesting to see how they're adapting. You know, right? Like we looked at the NFL, and it looks like the NFL has just scrapped the 2020 season. Oh, they have? Wait a second. So sorry. Scrapping all the 2020 preseason games. Right. There we go. I guess so. They haven't really talked about the actual season yet. Well, <clears throat> I don't think anyone is saying for sure. They got the, you know, the hockey and the soccer. I mean, the uh, the the soccer and the uh, basketball down in Orlando. <clears throat> I think they got a good chance of pulling that off as long as people don't get out of there. Um but again, how crazy is that to think about? You know, I, it, it it takes something pretty substantive to shut down football. You know, well, not to cut you off, but Rob, when people compare this um, COVID nineteen to influenza, I go, people, I said, I said, people, I mean, uh, the world didn't shut down. 
professional sports didn't shut down over influenza. Yeah. And this is one thing I did find out the other day. And this is the big difference in between the two, Rob. That influenza, the, the, the death rate's like 1%. In this COVID, it's 3 to 5% because it's not done with, right? Yeah, they're still <laughs> learning. So it's a chance it'll be even higher. So even 3%, but 5%, that's a big difference. You know, so that's why it's just so, it's why sports are shutting down. And like, I just don't see how they'll do college football. Um, it's just so much at risk there. Um, you know, one team, I think the Clemson Tigers and the ACC, um, they tested like 38 uh, of the players already. There's only 55, no, what is it? Um, uh, 22 as far as starters and then you got your backup so that's a big part of the team right there well i'm just looking at this list and it said uh, the big 10 will go to a conference only season for all fall sports including football and the ivy league announced that it's ruled out playing all sports this fall yeah we were talking about that earlier that and then i think the big 10 is doing it you said and then the pac 12 they're asking the sec sec uh Southeast's conference to do it. They said they're talking about it. They'll talk about it every day this next week. Uh, I don't see how they, you know, even that. Uh, of course, I think I see Clemson. And I think Ohio State's got a very high number too. So um, <clears throat> I just don't see it, Rob. Just don't see how they do that. Well, you're right. It's Mike. it's going to be very very crazy. Um, I know what they've listed here. It says, this is a quote from uh, the NCAA. We are facing uncertain and unprecedented times and the health, safety, and wellness of our student, athlete, coaches, game officials, and others associated with our program and campuses remain our number one priority. By, By limiting, oops, where is it here? By limiting competition to other Big Ten institutes, the conference will have the greatest flexibility to adjust its own operations throughout the season and make quick decisions in real time based on the most current evolving medical advice. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah, if they keep the numbers small, then they can change things around fast. Right, right. <clears throat> Man, this is, I don't know. <clears throat> this is a horrible comparison. I saw this on the news the other day. I hope they're telling the truth. Um, it said, you know, the TSA employees of airport, you know, I forget how many people got the virus, but, and there was, <clears throat> like a hundred or so had died from that. <clears throat> Imagine if you just get one university with that many people involved in doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking about, you know, so, like you said, the Ivy League, they shut everything down all completely. And yet NBA has done something really interesting. They've got a, uh, a Walt Disney Resort, or Walt Disney World Resort um, campus, and they're going to have all their games there. Right. But it's set 33 games set for between July 22nd and July 28th. That's interesting. That's, that is. I'm telling you, this is, again, when people compare this, these, this virus to other things, <clears throat> this says this, this isn't the same thing, you know? That's why you cannot go out there and um, not, say simply not wear a mask. You know, um, it'd be like saying, okay, I'm going to try not to get AIDS and I'm going to have unprotected protected sex, especially when it was not, you know, still not safe to do, of course, but 
you know, people just wouldn't think about it back then, you mm-hmm. know? No, that's, <coughs> that's the best example. That I think it's the best right there. Right. Now I'm looking here. NHL and NHLPA have finalized the protocols for the season to resume this summer in Toronto and Edmonton. It doesn't list how they're going to start, but it says that they're looking at starting again. Yeah, I know. I heard I, I heard that too, right? What else do we have? Well, oh, sorry, I go think ahead. It, as far as Canada, I mean, hockey, what I heard was they're going to have it in, like the season in two locations or something, and somewhere in Canada. And I think the, some of the U.S. teams got in uh, in that tournament. Oh, that's what it means. Because, yeah, in Toronto and in Edmonton, um, it looks like right. the two big cities. Right. Hmm. Uh, the PGA of America has made it official, postponing the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup for one year. Right. And I forget what the what the Ryder Cup was canceled for before. I think it was still like one of the World War One or two. Um, but, you know, you don't see anything canceled that wasn't canceled before that wasn't something historic, you know? Yeah. Now, I'm looking at this list of sports, and to me, golf seems like the ideal sport to continue because... Yeah, I, I think you're right, Rob. You're, you're out in the middle of a field by yourself. <laughs> you take the people out of it, the fans, and it's really safe. Yeah. Because literally, there's you and a caddy, and... Technically, you throw your bag on the back of a cart. You don't need a caddy. Right. Hmm. Uh, the summer games in Tokyo have been postponed, too. Yeah, for like the second and third time. Yep. They've now said opening ceremonies will now take place July 23rd, 2021. So they've pushed it way out. Man, let's, let's hope, you know, that. I mean, of course, this is what's so scary about it. This again, I, I don't want to watch any more news. Um, they said this isn't the second wave. No, we've not done the first one yet. You know that we're we're set that the second wave to be a heck of a second wave. If it follows what the Spanish flu did, the Spanish, the second wave was worse. If it's worse than what's going on now, then we are in so much trouble. <laughs> no, Rob. I don't, oh God, I just hope that, I don't know. I can't, I don't even want to think about it anymore. I want something, you know, I wish they, on ESPN's, I wish they'd play something besides ESPN's uh, favorite, uh, their favorite little commercial things they did or something, whatever it's called. Put some arm wrestling on there, you know. (laughs) The guys are screaming. Yeah, do something. You got a lot of stuff to put out there, man. And that's, that's just it. Everybody seems to be running out of content because, there's no movies being made. There's no TV shows being made. There's no sports being played. So there's they, they say they've got nothing new to show. Right. Well, you, But again, ESPN's been around for a long time. You know, they could come up with something. Like, even some of that funny stuff they were coming up with for a while. <clears throat> I think I said it at the beginning, and I still think it'd be good now. This is a perfect time to go back and highlight some of the amazing games, like football, oh, baseball, you yeah. know. Yeah, some great Olympic moments. You know? Exactly. You know, this is exactly when they should be on. No, exactly, man. I mean, this is the same example, and I don't think we've ever talked about this. During, say, college basketball, all right, go back and pick one of the the um, tournaments that 
you think was one of the best tournaments and show that just like you would have seen it today on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then experience that with like, to me, I don't think anyone will uh, disagree. The best one would have been when NC state beat Houston. Uh, that would have been for something everybody would enjoy watching. If you're a college basketball fan, instead of just showing a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, you know, that's a great idea too. You it could have been, man. You could literally take a football season and show it on a weekend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just show what you would have seen on TV, and then just like you, when you see the games during the season on TV, the commentators before and after the games and say what what is called college game day, you find out about what all the other teams are doing and all the other conferences experience in those moments, and that's what us college football fans and basketball fans really uh, tune in for. You know, we want to see college game a game day at the you know places they designed it for that weekend. You know, mm-hmm. and With, then you know, oh, go ahead. You can go ahead. I was just going to say, and then on top of that, you could take some of the new newscast, like the new uh, sports teams that talk, and have them comment on these historic games. Right. You get a brand new site uh, view, uh, oh. viewpoint. Rob, you could the brand new viewpoint. Could, you could always make it better than the ver- first viewpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you what, um, I really, I mean, I, I like it, but uh, it was called The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Uh, I, I guess I didn't, I must have been channel surfing, but I watched it yesterday because it wasn't anything else on. And it was, man, again, you couldn't have done a better job with old footage like that than you could today. And see, I've looked at that. I do want to watch it. I just haven't had a chance to sit down. I think today well, is the it's day. It's cool, man. It's pretty cool. Today will be the day for that one for me. One of the other ones that I'm looking at here for uh, horse racing is the Kentucky Derby has been moved. They moved it from May to September 5th. Oh, man. And then what was this one? The uh, 145th Preakness Stakes has been rescheduled to October 3rd. So they're trying to keep the uh, the horse racing alive this year. Well, you know, if if I'm not mistaken on that as well, they flipped over one of those races. One of the races that were traditionally first or last is now first or last. It wasn't before. Um, And two, um, now go back to horse racing. We're not go back to it. We're talking about it to another part of this, another subject on it. Uh, This COVID thing might have been the best thing for it because they were, those horses were dying left and right at those, at some of those, uh, uh, those are uh, what do you call them? Uh, race tracks. Oh, really? Oh man, there was an article doing like every day about where you know uh, I don't know twenty or thirty or more horses died at one of those locations in just a short period of time. Oh, uh, did they explain what that was from? You know, Rob, I don't remember really getting a clear understanding what it was about. Uh, it was, you, know, you know, these things happen, but. They just didn't want happen as the rate they were doing it because they were pointing the finger at a lot of different things that some of the horses were being <clears throat> raised too young or uh, too often or, um, you know, there's a lot to it we don't know about. Uh, but there's a there's a lot of, the, again, we, we'll look it up sometime. It's sort of scary to see how many horses died through that period. That is very scary, actually. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I just wrote that down cuz we're going to look that up cuz I want to find out uh 
exactly yeah, what just, that was. This happened. This happened last year, I think. First of this year, yeah. Oh, here's a little blurb on it. Nearly 10 horses a week on average died at American racetracks in 2018, according to Jockey Club's uh, equine in, uh, injury database. That figure is anywhere from two and a half to five times greater than the fatality rate in Europe and Asia, where wow. rules against performance-enhancing drugs are enforced more stringently. Maybe that, that's what it was, that horses were getting too strong. And I think they're saying that too. Let's think about horses; they get too strong for their their bones, you know. Oh wow, yeah. Because it always amazes me that horses can run on those on the legs they have, you know. Yeah, when you see those horses, those race horses next, like the horses walking around, they're skinny little horses. Jeez, oh, where'd it go? Uh, one of the other ones I found here was the tennis, and we had talked about things being canceled uh, historically. Um, the United States Tennis Association is moving ahead with its plans to play the U.S. Open on its projected time at August 31st, but Wimbledon was canceled for the first time since World War II. What? Wimbledon had been canceled for the first time since World War II. I thought I saw that, Rob, but I didn't believe that. That's what I was reading is when I looked down at the ticker. Uh, saw saw something like that. I said, "Man, did that just say that?" Uh, evidently, it did. Yes, that's insane. Rob, I'm telling you, it's like every time you turn on the TV or, or turn your head and turn back around, something like this has is, is happened. But it's it's good to see that people are trying to adapt to it. Like they're not, you know, not going to not gonna stay bunkered in, but they're going to try and do it safely. Right. So that's it's interesting that they, they fly people over across seas for UFC and that they're uh, – secluding to Walt Disney World Resort for basketball. Right. I wonder if other sports will start taking that kind of lead. Well, that's what they're saying. <clears throat> if this becomes successful, that that's what people will turn to. Uh, right now, I've, I've not heard anything bad on this NBA. Everybody seems to be keeping in check, um, going by the guidelines. Everybody's buying into it. Um you know, um, it's weird you being from Canada. I, I saw something about this. I don't know what it was all about. Uh, I guess all teams have different uh, rules, regulations. But it says something about the Toronto Blue Jays. If they were to leave the confines of their area up there, they could be fined as much as $750,000. Whoa. <clears throat> and then something, again, about the hockey where uh, if they were to – I, it's real strict there too. So people are going to try to make this work. And that's, that's the good thing. You know, like they're not, you know, pushing it, you know, they're not saying, Oh, it's garbage. They're actually trying to, to make something good out of this. No, they are Rob. Which that's the cool thing about our society in all different countries. You know, we'll, you know, uh, what's sort of weird. We're seeing the same things everywhere right now. And, you know, we saw the protest here in our country for certain things. Uh, and there are a lot of things, not just one thing. Uh, and we see them in other countries right now, too. Everybody is on edge. Um, the sports have changed. Our whole world, Rob, has changed, dude. We, and you and I have talked about this. Yeah, we have. And you're right. This, this year has been an event that, you know, you'll never see 2019 again. 
you know, it's it's gone forever. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's so interesting to see how it's how it's adapting and evolving. Like the wrestling shows, I I I always had a hard time with some of the newer content recently. I got to watch an AEW uh, after dark, I think it was, and it was very bizarre to see them wrestling with nobody there. Well, very few people. Right. It's it's something that people. It's going to take some getting used to. Yeah, but you know, I I, I think again, I remember AEW. I think again was the first one that had those first few spark sparse people out there, and they um, do with the simple little things that you need to people at home, and um, uh, sometimes of course it's sort of like piping in the sound, which uh, companies have done that all the time, you know, before. So again, um, I I think they're doing a pretty good job. It's not what you want to see but it's enough to where they can keep the product moving forward. And um, so again, it's what we said earlier, it's not the normal, but it's the normal for right now. Yeah. Now could Sid Vicious have performed in front of an empty audience? You no, know, Rob, I had, I think I was the first one to ever have an idea about having a match in the empty audience. It was, I had an idea for me and Sting to do it. And really my idea about it was, is, um, most, you know, baby faces in this business, they, they really can't. It's hard for them uh, to survive in a match without a crowd because that's what they thrive on. Which, uh, he'll, it's okay for us to go out there in the crowd to be a little dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's not our, again, it's, it's, that's the way it works. Um, but again, because the baby face has got to be over a little bit. Um, but no. Um, yeah. You're right. If you watch, they kind of feed off the crowd, and they sometimes get that second win because of the crowd. Right. That's what I'm saying. So everything that they're used to is hard for them. Where a heel could just hit a person and look out like there is people there. You know what I mean? To draw the people in at home. Now they can both do their jobs, but again, I think it's harder for the baby face to do that. True. A heel would love it if the crowd wasn't there, because then they wouldn't be telling the ref what they're doing wrong. <laughs> right. 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 Oh man! Well, again, yeah. Let's let's kind of sit back. We'll see how sports is going to evolve, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, I'm going to be very interested. What is today? It's July 12th that we're recording this. Um, August 12th. I just want to take a peek back and say this is what happened in one month. Oh yeah, me too. August 12th. I'm writing that down. <laughs> August 12th. Excellent. Well. I think we've hit that time, buddy. Why don't we get to a question and see what uh, some of the people have to say? All right. My time is yours. And for our question, we have Jackson from Michigan. Jackson, what's your new question? What was your fav- What's your favorite match? You know, Jackson, uh, I've been asked that a few times. This is the thing is I've got probably five favorite matches. Um, one of them would be... Um, uh, my match with Sting at Halloween Havoc, for reasons I become the champion for just a for like a minute. I uh, didn't know that that was going to happen. It was all uh, new to me, exciting. I like to be. I don't want to know all the little details. And I, and the business I've been taught, if you can fool the boys, you probably fooled the people. Uh, I was fooled that night. Uh, I didn't know the finish to that match. Uh, so that was one of my top five. <clears throat> Another one would be. 
uh, Vader uh, at the Madison Square Garden just in a regular house show. Uh, another one would be with Bigelow on a, on a whole tour over in Europe. Um, and then another one would be with Shawn Michaels at uh, Survivor Series or SummerSlam or wherever it was at the Madison Square Garden when I won the title. Excellent. Thanks again, Jackson. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, J. Robert Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast was produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Media, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music, Omega Amigo, was by The Shaman. All rights to the podcast are held by Sid Udi.